Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday. Today is day number 339 of the Faith Led Business Podcast. And let me just set this up here really quickly because somehow Instagram decided not to cooperate during our music intro. So let's see if we can get it to cooperate this time. There we go. It is so lovely to see you all this morning. Welcome. Thanks for hanging out with me. Tomorrow, we will only have 25 days left in the year. That is crazy. It's crazy how quickly it has gone by. And I'm just so thankful because he is teaching us every step of the way something that we need to hear. I crack up when, uh, you know, I think it's awesome, but I also crack up when I hear people say, this was specifically for me. What you talked about was for me today. Are you in my head? This was, this was the word I needed to hear today. And the whole time that, uh, that I'm listening to what I'm saying, I'm saying, Lord, you know this was for me, right? You know I needed to hear this today, right? It's just so amazing to me how when we decide to walk our own journey, and share it, how similar we actually are, right? Because I am taking it all for me and I'm just verbalizing it out here for the rest of you and it ends up we're all on the same path. We really are and that's why I love being in community because we're able to hold each other accountable. We're able to encourage each other. We're able to create this atmosphere of you can do it. Or, you know what? You said you were gonna do this. Why hasn't it been done? Why, what's stopping you in this moment? What's creating this resistance? All of that good stuff. So today we're gonna be talking about preparing the way. We are a few days away from uh, remembering the birth of Jesus Christ, my favorite time of the year. I love it. I love Christmas music. I just love the, the environment of it. We are setting up the stockings and the Christmas tree, and, um, and we have a little nativity scene. And I don't know if you guys have seen this before, but uh, last year I ordered this little thing called the giving manger and it comes with a book that you read to the kids that's kind of the story of the giving manger and then it comes with this little wooden um this little wooden manger and then it has uh hay uh, little pieces of i don't know what it is but it looks like hay and then a little baby jesus wrapped up in his little swaddling clothes and uh and what you're supposed to do is every time during this time of preparing the way for the birth of Jesus Christ, uh, the kids have to do an, uh, an act of kindness. And every time they do, they get to put a piece of hay inside the little manger and, uh, 
And I'm like, look, you are not going to let baby Jesus sleep in a hard wooden thing. <laughs> Get those hay pieces in there. He needs to be nice and cozy and soft and cuddly. <laughs> so we are preparing ourselves. We are seeing what is it? Who do we need to be in order to prepare the way? And it starts with us and it filters down to everyone that we share our lives with. And that's what I was trying to get at with that story. So let's go ahead and let's jump into Mark 1 verses 2 through 4. And please feel free to sprinkle this out to your friends, to your um to your other entrepreneurial friends, to your audience who may need a word today from Holy Spirit where he's saying, it's time. It's time you acknowledge that we need to prepare the way. That's why I have this image behind me on Facebook because it's the road. Where are we going? What way are we going? So here we go. I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared. John the Baptist was the one who told everyone to get ready. Today, who is telling everyone to get ready? Who do you hear? The most, the, the word that popped out to me right now when I read this scripture, or the words, was a voice of one calling in the wilderness. See, my experience with entrepreneurs is that we don't want to be that one. We don't want to be in the wilderness and it only being our voice. Because we don't want all the attention on us. What if we mess up? What if we really don't know what we're doing? And in our mind, our pre-qualification to do something is that we should know what we're doing before we do it. We should have checked off specific boxes before we can get to the next one. When I was um, enrolling my son in his college classes, there's a prereq math before you can take this other math. You just, we tried pressing the button, you just can't get in. And so that's kind of how we condition ourselves. I have to be this way. I have to be great at praying. I have to be this super hyper spiritual uh, guru in order to say one word about our faith. And even more so in business because people who see us in our businesses, they're expecting that we know our stuff. We know the stuff that we sell. But bring in faith, and you may be very new to your faith, and even if you've been around for a long time, 
you may still be a baby in faith because you never took the time to develop the relationship. You may know all the things, but the reason why you are not bold in your faith is because you never spent the time to build the relationship. See, the relationship builds the strength. The relationship builds the bond. When you spend time with your spouse building that relationship, you know. You know that when they go out in the world, they go out to the store, they're not going to go and their eyes aren't going to go and they're not going to go pursue someone else because your bond is so strong. You have built a solid foundation there. And unfortunately for us faithpreneurs, we believe that just like in our business, where we feel we need to know our product so well, just in case someone asks, because, oh no, heaven forbid that we would not have an answer to their question. Because then that would make us seem like, wait, you're selling this and you don't even know what it is, what it does, how it works, what's in it? And so we go, and what do we do in business? We spend hours and hours on the company website, in the manual, figuring things out, the details. You go into the details. I can't launch my business until I have the details. Yet on the faith side, somehow we feel that supernaturally it's just going to come. And we never make the effort to dive deeper. We don't take the time required. And right now you may be saying, you know, I'm pretty good on my time with God. You may be saying, look, I've spent a lot of time with God lately. And I'm feeling really good. Remember that word feeling. And it seems like, yeah, this is this is working. It's good. I'm telling you, it's still not enough time. Because he said, if you want to be close to me, you will have my word in your mouth. When you pray, you will be, it's like these utterances, these murmurs. Murmuring is like something that you do all day long, 24-7. And in order to prepare the way, see, we need to be bold enough. If I just know things about God, if I can just quote you scripture without living it, the moment I have to step into living it, which is being that lone voice in the wilderness saying, prepare the way. There's no way we're going to do it. We're going to chicken out. The first opportunity we have to do it we are going to chicken out and it's all completely not based on what he has given you, of, but of what you think, you think they are going to think of you. And so the Lord is saying right now, if you want to be one of those, my faithpreneurs who are willing to stand even if it's standing alone. I need you to be fortified in me. 
I need you to be willing to do things that other people won't. Where have you heard that before? Maybe your last business conference? Isn't it amazing how your journey as an entrepreneur is so similar to your journey in faith? It takes being willing to get out of your comfort zone. It takes being uncomfortable and being okay with that. It takes being willing to go for the no's so you can get the yes. Is this language familiar to you all? It's very standard for our industry. It's very standard for our industry. And so, prepare the way. How can we do that right now? I believe that God wants us to use the normal, mundane, everyday parts of our lives, both in our personal lives and our businesses, to show people how to prepare the way. That's where you will find it. You're not going to find it in church. You're not going to find it when you are in a group of people who already believe and are already not in resistance to what you're going to say. You're going to find that strength in situations where not everyone is going to be receptive to what you have to say. That's what it means to stand alone. If you think you're being bold in a room full of people who believe the same thing you do, that's not standing alone. That's standing with the pack. And the pack has each other's backs. So of course, they're going to stand, they're going to applaud, they're going to send you messages, way to go. They're going to give you pats on the back. And we qualify that as stepping out of our comfort zone. That's what we use as a qualifier. I stepped out of my comfort zone. I went live with my friends. Now, that may be a first step, and I'm not disqualifying that because we need to go on a journey. But I'm telling you, he's wanting more. He's asking you for more. And he right now is preparing the way to literally push us out of the nest. That's what I just heard. I am getting ready to push you out of the nest because you are able to fly. You will not fall. You will fly. If you're willing to take the step out of the nest. And trust me, he's ready to kind of like push you out even if you don't feel you're ready. I, right now, I was talking to my mom a couple days ago about how I'm just loving um, doing my coaching, my uh, one-on-one coaching times with my clients. Because I remember last year when I would do it, I feel like I was buying their stories way more than I am now oh, but I feel this way and this is happening and, 
you know, and, and I would kind of coddle them and say, it's okay. I would give them, you know, a hug. It's all right. You'll do better next time. Let's see how we can strategize this and strategize that. This year, the Lord is like, nope, nope, you are not buying people's stories. You are buying my story so that they can live that story. And therefore, I have literally spent all last month and the beginning of this month pushing people out of their nests. And what has been the response to that? They have all flown. They couldn't believe it, but they did. They all flew. And so it's time. It's time. How do we do this? We need to get down to the root of who we are. We call ourselves to be people that are kingdom-minded. What does that mean? <clears throat> what does it mean to be kingdom-minded as we live out our day-to-day -day in business and life? Well, if you would take a second and just think with me in your mind, if you want, you can close your eyes and just think, if you were to think of the kingdom right now, of heaven right now, what would it look like? What would people look like? What would the environment be? Would there be tears? Would there be pain? Would there be sickness? Would there be depression, anxiety, stress, worry? What do you see in the kingdom? You guys know the prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. To be kingdom minded is to ref refuse to accept anything less than what you would experience in heaven. No worry. No crises. There would be no, in heaven, there, there are no crises to fix or to have to go through or pass through. You have arrived. How can you live your life crisis free? It has nothing to do with the circumstances. It has everything to do with your kingdom mindset. Can you imagine being a person who never sees lack in their life? Never sees lack, even when their bank account is empty. They walk in this world as though it is full. And because they choose to do so, guess what? God fills their bank account. 
it works that way. It truly does. When we have taken the time, once again, to not know about him, but to know him. Because you would know the kind of father that he is if you did spend that time. You really would. You would see just what he is capable of doing. Yesterday we were talking about what he is ready to do through you. If you missed that one from yesterday, yesterday's episode, I highly encourage you to go and listen to it again. Holy Spirit showed up in a beautiful way and we all left feeling immense peace. So go uh, listen to that one or watch it on live on Facebook um, when you get a chance. Another way to lead the way is to lead your words. Because in heaven, you will never hear someone say, my back is killing me. You will never hear someone say that. The words that you use are the words that you are claiming over yourself. And because God is the word, he takes your words very seriously. What are you speaking over yourself and the people around you? They have the power to give or take away. How are you preparing the way with your words? You may think, oh, that's just a little thing that you say. You know, oh, you're getting too, like, technical here. Go search in the word. He talks about just how important those words are. Because what you speak out of your mouth is what your mind is believing. And if we are to be reflecting the kingdom here on earth, there is no pain. And we literally should all feel pretty darn good. Because that is not what comes from a God who loves you. That is what comes from the lowercase g God who has dominion over this world. And God has literally placed us in a position to be that one voice in the wilderness to show people, wait a minute, this makes no sense. Do you guys not know who is really in charge? Let me, let me stand up and show you. Let me stand up and show you what it looks like to be a person who truly believes the word of God and therefore the words that spring forth from my mouth reflect him, honor him, are in alignment with him. And as I speak, my actions come in to alignment as well. 
And if you say, well, Monica, people are going to start thinking I'm just kind of like a fanatic. I'm going to start, you know, sounding a little too positive for people. Yesterday, yesterday I was saying whatever you would call fanatic for God would be normal in the kingdom. That would be a low key believer in the kingdom. See, because in the kingdom, they know who the king is. And they bow to him. They know who he is. Do you? Do you know who the king is? Remember in Lion King when little Simba was put up there by Rafiki the monkey? And all of the creatures of the land took a knee? Are we taking a knee often enough? Are we on our knees often enough, both physically and in our words, our thoughts, and our deeds? See, we need to be willing to call forth Holy Spirit so that he can then invade our souls and then command dominion over our bodies, our flesh. We don't focus that way. Those of us who are like, I've been waiting to hear from God. I don't feel like I'm close to him. I've never had a prophetic word said over me. Uh, yes, you have. It's in the 66 books of the Bible. There is your prophetic word. We need to be willing to not live body, soul, spirit. The one who is ready to prepare the way for the Lord works spirit, soul, body. But to be in touch with the spirit, you need to be willing to go there. To go there, which means spending time communing with him. Uh, it's always so funny to me. I'm like, this is a business podcast. Why are we talking all of these things like we're literally in church? It's because this is the foundation of your successful business. If you can't get this, then you are just working another ordinary worldly business. And that's not the point of what this is. You need to build up the qualities of that one lone person in the wilderness. You need to be intentional about going out there and seeking whatever you feel you need to get better at and say, you know what? I'm not going to retreat because I'm not good at it. I am going to run to it. I am not running from the fire. I am running to the fire. And I am going to beat this thing until I figure it out. 
I am going to go live the number of times I need to go live until I feel like I can do it falling out of bed. I'm so scared of going live. I hear this all the time and I get it. It's different and it's a platform and the enemy will never want to exalt you in a platform. He's going to want you to stay away from a place where you can reach more people. So I get the fear, but we need to be astute enough to see the plan behind that and say, oh no, that's not happening. Yeah, I may pass out. I may go throw up after this, but I'm going in for the kill. I'm going in and I'm pressing that button. I'm going over and I'm going to speak in front of those people. I'm going to create that video and I'm finally going to post it on YouTube. I'm going to write that blog post and I'm going to publish it. I'm going to speak to that person who is interested in my services and I'm going to be willing to get on a call with them and show them the value that they will get. Show them that I care about them more than I care about my fear and protecting my fear. Doesn't that sound crazy for us to be protecting our fear? That is what we do every time we say no to our assignment and yes to fear. We are protecting it. How is God supposed to protect us if we are not willing to stand with him in agreement in his protection of us over fear? Who are we serving here? And this may sound harsh, but I don't know why, but God has made me a little harsher <laughs> this last half of the year. Because it's, it is a wake-up call. Not everyone will love what I have to say. I'm willing to be the target. But I'm also willing to be that one light that people see in a positive way. Why? Why? Because I know that what's available to me in the kingdom is available to me here. And I don't know why, but I am so committed to see it, see it here and now. I want to see the miracles. I want to see the healing. I want to see the transformation. I want to see this happen, but nobody's standing up. Nobody's standing up to do this. Jared, my husband, he sent me a picture the other day. And I was like, truth. And it was a meme. And it had this roaring, like majestic lion. And then on the other half of the image, it had the, um, the lion from the Wizard of Oz. And over it, it said, Christians in biblical times. And then over the cowardly lion, it said, Christians now. And I looked at that 
And I don't know what it was. I mean, it's something that you're supposed to, is meant for you to laugh at. And it's kind of, it's like laughing in disbelief. How did we get here? How did we diminish the power, the majesty of God to a place of cowardice in standing up or being willing to stand up and being that lone voice? How did that happen? That was not the plan. At least not God's plan. But the enemy's plan for sure. So what are we going to do about it is the question. If he has called you specifically to prepare the way, what if he came to you today, which actually, by the way, I'm hearing right now that he is. Each and every one of you listening to my voice, either live or on the replay. He is saying, I am holding you accountable because you say you believe to prepare the way. What is it specifically that you are going to decide to do to do so? What account, what, what fruit are you going to bring me? When people go to visit the king, they always bring him an offering. What are you willing to bring him? Excuses? I hope not. That would be a very sad offering. I would pray that you would bring him an offering so great that you could never carry it. You would need 10,000 people behind you helping you carry the names of every person that you have impacted for the kingdom. That you have let them see a glimpse of what it looks like to have heaven here on earth and what to expect later. What to expect later is what they can see with you in your business. Are you doing your business with excellence? Because our Lord is the Lord of excellence. He makes no mistakes. Just look at the way that our bodies are put together. Look at the trillion things that are happening at once. And he's coordinating that for each and every living creature on the planet. What are we doing to show people how amazing just that fact is? How are you going to show up differently in your business from now on? I have been assigned if this is your word, I have been assigned to prepare the way. What does that look like for you? It's going to look different for everyone because we're all called to serve in different areas. Yet the mission is the same. The outcome is the same. 
And that's why it's so beautiful to have this community where we can hold each other accountable. We are no longer, yesterday in our conversation, we are no longer those names that we call ourselves. We bow to the name of all names. Remember that? And so as you choose to prepare the way, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. And so, if you're to go to your Bible, find Mark 1, verses 2 through 4. And instead of where it says, and so, and so John the Baptist appeared, you say, and so Monica appeared. And so Tammy appeared. And so Carol appeared. And so Dina appeared. And so Cindy appeared. And Sulvina appeared. Are you ready to appear? 2021 is your time to appear. It's your time to appear. Let's prepare people for the one who can bring true meaning, peace, love, joy, purpose, and forgiveness. Let's prepare them to meet Jesus. That is going to be our prayer for today. Show me how to prepare the way for you in the hearts and minds of everyone that I encounter especially in business. Do you know how many business scams there are out there? People who seem trustworthy and then turn around and they use you for their own gain. How will you show up to your clients differently? How? How? I remember, I don't know why I'm sharing this with you, but I remember having a coaching call recently where um, the person I was speaking with was saying, oh, I'm just so tired. I, I just, I, I, it's almost like they've hit rock bottom and they just want to move forward and like, I can't do this anymore. And that's why I hired you because I need, I need to get out of this. And then, and then she said something that made me laugh so much. She goes, and I hate having to pay you <laughs> so much money. I hate having to pay you. And I laughed and I came back with, it hurts, right? It hurts. Well, it's supposed to hurt. If it was easy, you would never stay committed to it. So sometimes some of these things have to hurt. What are you willing, what kind of pain are you willing to endure in order to get to the next level that God has called you to be? What are you willing to shed to show people the kingdom here? Prepare the way. That is our word. That's the word that I want you to keep in your mind all day today.
prepare the way. Let's go ahead and pray. Father God, we are so thankful that you would call us specifically, your entrepreneurs, to prepare the way in people's hearts, in people's minds, in people's bodies, in their spirit, in their soul, in just all the ways that encompass every human being on this planet. That you would choose us to prepare the way to show them who you are. To show them how amazing you are. To show them the loving and caring father that you are. To show them the provider that you are. To show them the healer that you are. And the list goes on and on. Father, give us the bravery and the courage to go out even if and when we are that one voice. People will say, oh, she's just, she exaggerates so much. She's over the top. Yes, we are, Lord. We are willing to look crazy in this world because we know what is normal in the kingdom. We know what the standard is in the kingdom. And frankly, we are nowhere near the standard. We are so far below, it's like we're digging ourselves out of a pit. Yet you, in your graciousness, have thrown down the ladder into the pit so that we can easily climb out if we so choose to so that we can start our journey to prepare the way for those hearts in our families, even in ourselves, and definitely in our clients. We thank you, Lord, because you see us as worthy of this. You know who we are. And we commit to no longer walk in lack. We commit to no longer see our lives as one crisis after another. We are not moved. We stand firmly on your rock. And so, Lord, all we can do in this moment, because we know what you are capable of doing, is praise you. We worship you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Because your promises are always fulfilled for those who actually believe them. We declare today, Lord, that we believe in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys. We believe. We believe. And I'm so excited because I have the feeling that now that you know, you specifically, you, have been called to prepare the way. I can't wait to see what your timeline looks like. I can't wait to see how different things are for you. And see, when you start to walk in it, you start to see the fruit come to life. And that's the most exciting part. To see the fruit coming to life. So, All right, guys. Well, tomorrow morning, I am going to be here with you. 
But tomorrow afternoon, I'm flying out for the week to Tennessee for the opening of um, of the next Sanctuary Girl store. We are on number three now. And so I'm going to be gone in Tennessee all week. So I will be coming to you live from Tennessee. I've been taking you on little road trips the, and the last part of this year. So super fun. Um, and so the times may be a little wonky. For sure, it'll be sometime in the morning. Um, but I don't know. I may be like on a plane or doing different things. We'll see. But tomorrow morning, I will be here still in North Carolina. And, um, and so I will meet you here for day 340, which is amazing. So have a fabulous day, everyone. Enjoy your calling. Enjoy your commitment. And, um, and enjoy the fact that you are loved and you are chosen specifically for a time such as this. So have a fantastic day. I'll see you guys tomorrow.